And Morris, you and I gotta have a little sit down here. What the fuck did you marinate this steak in? Because it's out of this world. You're killing me with it. No, it's no, out. no. It's a family secret. Come on. Ah. Uh, that is one of the best goddamn steaks I ever had in my life. It's, gr it's ground garlic and a little bit of soy. That's it? Yeah, that's it. I thought it was a family secret. It's a recipe. No, no. You said to me, this is a family secret. And you gave it up to me, boom. Just fucking like that. Don't look at John. He's not a fucking hunk. How you act when you get it, it's who you are for real, still sharp and still, yet and still, integrity, I got the zeal, I feel, invincible, for real, blessings, we ain't missing meals, we ain't splitting bills, not the run of the mill, splitting hairs, but I come through it, my chick ready, told her gon' do it, motivate to be great, I dare you, forgive people, and change your habits, don't forget who crossed you, measure what it cost you, if you rich in a real sense, can't afford it, you gotta move forward, I ain't talking about money, understand me, don't compete with your family, and one time for my cousin Stanley, my cousin Randy, rest in peace, my aunt Fanny, hope this Grand Crew the by Willie the Kid off of the brand new project, Midwest Willie, you can get it off of datpiff.com. What's going on everyone, uh, it's your boy Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 69. You can find the show on bynkradio.com forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. So not much is really going on. It's, it's been really slow, to be honest with you. Um, I don't ever recall October being the month where it was just booming for hip-hop news. Um, unless somebody, you know, can let me know what happened major in October. Um, in the past, well, I'm pretty sure a lot has happened in the past regarding hip hop news, but this year so far, um, the ending of September going into, you know, October, not much is happening besides, um, the Cat Williams and, and Kevin Hart situation. Um, Kanye West pushing back his Yandi album, uh, the TMZ interview with Kanye, just all of this bullshit, Charlemagne wanting to interview Kanye yet again for whatever reason. Uh, not much is going on. Uh, Cardi B has graced the cover of W Magazine. Shout out to Cardi B. And there's a whole lot of just like rock and roll shit going on um, as far as music news. Like I've like literally there's really nothing going on in hip hop news. If you type it in for hip hop news, the only thing that's going to come up is the Cat Williams shit and Kanye West shit. They're taking over. So, um, once again, shout out to Cardi B. Um, there's a lot of uh, rock and roll shit going on as far as music goes. Uh, Katy Perry wants to take a break from music. Like, I, bruh, it's been a few years since, since she's dropped music. I thought this was the break. So, whatever. So, I went to go see Venom over the weekend. Uh, after a few recent of unfortunate events i'm not going to get into it i will next week and i promise i will not forget to tell y'all what took place i just decided to go see venom by myself i wanted to go alone didn't want to be fucking bothered um what happened was um it's and it's a, it's an everyday thing 
it still baffles me how people are at the age that they are and they act worse than children. Like I've been around children and, you know, obviously, and, (laughs) you know, kids that are four, maybe five, six years old, so on and so forth, under the age of 10 and just mature as can be. Um, <laughs> they don't cry as much, you know, they, they speak with full sentences with what they want is adults are fucking retarded. That's all I have to say, but I will get into that next week. Um, I don't have time for the bullshit, but yes, I did go see Venom and Venom was pretty dope. I liked it. it there was a few things in there, you know, I was nitpicking like, uh, I don't know. Uh, it was weird when uh, prior to the movie coming out, you were like, oh, if this movie does well, we'll include it with Spider-Man in the MCU. Like, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, y'all really think this movie is going to fail? Like, <laughs> I mean, I could point out a few Marvel films where it was just like, why did this happen? Um, I.e. the Hulk, the one with Eric Bana and Nick Nolte fucking um both the ghost riders uh daredevil <laughs> i mean i could i could go on and on but whatever venom was great um i like the inner i just like tom hardy's acting skills i just i liked the interaction between his character and the symbiote i thought that was fucking amazing uh tom hardy if you don't know he's played bane in the Dark Knight Rises, um, there is a film, I can't think of the name right now, but um, it's a gangster flick, and he plays a twin, that was an amazing movie, uh, there's a movie that dropped years ago called Warrior, where he's um, he's a, a UFC fighter, he's a cage fighter, that was an amazing movie, Tom Hardy is, uh, he, he isn't becoming one of my favorite actors, but he's been on my radar for a very long time. I think Tom Hardy is an awesome actor. Uh, I don't see why he doesn't get the credit, but you know, being this is a person that's attached to Christopher Nolan forever, based off of just playing Bane in in the Dark Knight trilogy. So, I mean, if you haven't seen Venom, go check it out. Uh, for those people that are complaining, oh, Venom's not supposed to be a superhero. Uh, obviously, dumbass. We know, we get it. Uh, Venom does have his own comic series. Uh, you can go check it out. You can go Google it. Uh, do your research. <laughs> There's a whole different other world with the symbiotes. Do your research. Go check it out. Um, let me see. Okay, I already told y'all about Predator. If you have not seen the new Predator, please do yourself a service and go see the Predator. Awesome movie. Uh, if you want to download that motherfucker for free, uh, go download it. Uh, I have multiple links I can guide you to to go watch The Predator. Dope movie. What else did I see? Mm, I resubscribe back to Netflix. Um, I'm just it's just trash most of the time. Um, I'm not really watching any horror movies. You know what? I feel as I get older, I, I still like the month of October. I like Halloween. You know. Not so much Halloween. I like more of the, the, the Mexican holiday, the uh, the Day of the Dead. There's, you know, the celebration of the Mexican ancestors and shit like that. 
I think that's dope, which is actually November 1st. But what I'm saying is I think it's I think it's too commercialized, you know, the month of October. I I don't know. I'm just excited about the candy corn. I'm trying to watch how I eat sweets cuz I don't want any like cavities. Um I'm way turned off by horror movies because it's just the same shit. Like, same jump scare, same everything. All they keep talking about is, like, demonic shit. And it's just like, bro, like, do something new. Like, bring a new iconic character like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. Like, bring in something memorable, you know? Uh, I'm just, I'm tired of seeing the same things over and over and over again every year. Like, we don't have anything, like, new or innovative or cool to look forward to. Like, I swear, every year, depending on the month, like, for instance, October, same fucking movies. I don't care about Friday the 13th. I don't care for Halloween. I don't care for... uh, Goddamn, uh, what is it? Gremlins, even though I really like Gizmo. Uh, <laughs> it's one of my favorite characters um, in Gremlins. But um, just the same bullshit. And like, y'all niggas get hyped about Hocus Pocus. Like, I don't, I saw that shit when I was a kid, like a million times. I don't care for that anymore. I think I'm more excited if I watch something like, uh, like a Charlie Brown special. And that's because I barely ever get to see Charlie Brown on TV or anything like that. So that's when I really get excited. Like the Halloween specials of Charlie Brown, the Thanksgiving special with Charlie Brown and um, the Christmas special with Charlie Brown. That's when I really get excited. And because it's really old school and it's timeless and it's great. um, As far as, today or maybe back in the 90s is like the same shit is regurgitated like repetitive shit over and over and over y'all niggas get excited about the same shit every fucking year i swear to god uh thanksgiving i damn near want to go vegan every year now because it's the same shit on the fucking menu christmas that <laughs> there's probably no other holiday that's been more americanized than that shit that's why i'm so universal with it like I get excited about Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and Boxing Day and all of that shit. Um, I I don't care about any of these Americanized holidays because nobody does anything innovative or cool anymore. And maybe it's up to me, you know, maybe I should stop complaining and do it myself and come up with ideas, I guess. Maybe I should write my own horror movie. Something. <laughs> that's probably what it is uh, I don't know man but do y'all the only thing I get excited about like I said probably candy corn uh, and even then I try not to eat too many sweets because I don't want like terrible looking teeth and cavities I don't want my shit falling out so I gotta take a back seat half the time you know for the month of October when it comes to candy I, I try to chill because I'm really obsessed with candy corn. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm just, maybe I'm just irritated with a lot of shit. Or maybe it's because I'm getting older and it's just like, it seems like some of the shit, like a tiny bit of the shit that I was into is like, 
I'm like, whatever. I'm kind of pushing it to the side. It was almost like, um, like playing with toys when you were a kid. And then, matter of fact, I can't even remember the last time I really played with action figures. And that's sad. But at the same time, it's just like when I look at action figures now, it's like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I just kick them to the side or, you know, push them aside. I'm like, whatever. I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's because I'm getting a little bit older. But I don't want to run off on a tangent. Um, so Chewie and Triz, um, about a week ago, dropped the third installment to America's Most Blunted. Pretty dope project. Um, I didn't expect them to do this because I think Triz dropped the album um, by last month, I believe. And Chewie, Chewie dropped a project last month. So I was like, oh, are they going to delay it? Are they going to push it back? But maybe it was already complete. So they wanted to get their shit out the way and then push this out. But yeah, uh, America's Most Blunted 3 is out. One of my favorite joints on here is a hookup. Check it out. Acknowledge and recognize and be like, yo, these dudes are doing something different. And I think we should start kind of acknowledging that. And it always seems to me that as soon as you say fuck somebody is when they start changing their opinion. Shit, hey, I got all the plug now, I got all the hook up. Every time I look up, niggas trying to cook up. I got all the wave now, I got hoes shook up. Every time I look up, they be trying to hook up. Lonely as a lame now, I don't want to meet up. All day I dream up, money and Selena. I'm on my own page now, niggas better read up. Suicide beam up. No shit, hey, call my cellular and she be big dick riding. Something's going on, I feel offended by it. How you ride till you die on 10 inch tires? I ain't sweating like speed stick, I ain't gonna perspire. Barely eating, don't sleep, I can live on weed. Hard work paid off, you tryna live on me. Cut them off, got so many dead limb on me. In my kitchen rolling bomb, I got TNT. In my face waving placements for the TV screen. You with disease, watch me pull up like the CDC. Now she's stalking on YouTube, PYT. I'm so sorry, but I'm over it and we need me. I've been all around the world, they know BBP. All these other niggas, R&B, BBD. me, Mike Slayer, dope rhyme sayer in the Himalayas, searching for Camellia Cabrera. Yeah, I got all the plug now, I got all the hook up. Every time I look up, niggas trying to cook up. I got all the wave now, I got hoes shook up. Every time I look up, they be trying to hook up. Only as a lame now, I don't want to meet up. All day I dream up, money and Selena. I'm on my own page now, niggas better read up. What they talking about lately? Who they talking about, baby? It don't matter, they can't fade me. These niggas acting fugazi. Reacting if you play me and fuck whoever don't pay me. Riding in this bucket until I buy a Mercedes. Niggas lazy. I'm grinding, I don't care how long it take me. They gon' hate it, but let them, I'm on my way, G. Smoking out the place, smoke it all in a day. I inhale and blow it all in your face. Niggas straight, and we ate. Buying $50 plates. $20 for your $50 eight, and it stink. That is Hook Up by Chewy and Triz off of the brand new project, America's Most Blunted 3. You can get it off of datpiff.com, livemixtapes.com. You can get it off of Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. And I believe it's already playing on the BYNK radio station. If you're an Android head like myself and you you feel confident and cooling yourself to not be worried about these high sedity ass iPhone users... I like to make fun of us. 
Um, <laughs> you can go on over to the Google Play Store. <laughs> Fuck you, Apple users. Um, <laughs> I hate y'all for real. Uh, type in BYNK Radio. <laughs> Should be the very first app to pop up. Uh, download and listen at your leisure. We got everything from underground and indie hip-hop as well as a little mainstream added to that. Underground and indie R&B with a little mainstream R&B added to that. Uh, artist drops. We got a lot of shit coming, so please stay tuned. Um, <clears throat> if for some reason you do not have a phone for whatever strange reason, um, <laughs> get on your laptop or desktop. Go on to bynkradio.net.com. It, it don't matter. It'll take you. It'll take you there. Um, the radio station is on the front page. So listen, uh, see what we got. You can also check out other podcasts on the BYNK podcast network. That includes government name podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson and carefree black nerd with Rain Coleman. And you could check out our blog pages, uh, with Jasmine blue, shout out to Jasmine blue and Hakeem skip with, with tail of the tape. So, um, like I said, I went to go see Venom and uh, I got home mad late for some reason, man. Like I said, I'm going to just I'm going to lay it out for all of y'all next week. I can't even tell the story. It's just it's way too much for my brain right now. I'm tired. I got to be up in the morning. So whatever. <clears throat> so I get home around three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. And I didn't watch this Khabib and McGregor fight niggas was going crazy over. So I went to sleep, woke up, chilled out, went to work around the afternoon. And, uh, you know, it was a it was a slow day when it's a slow day. That means all the fucking flights are on time. Nothing's going on. The only thing that's really going on is if you got to check in, you know, people for their, you know, flights, whatever. So here and there, people were coming up. Wanting to check in, get their boarding passes and shit. And in between that time, me and a couple of my coworkers, we was in the back, you know, moving from the front of the, you know, the counter to the back, watching TV, watching some of the, the NASCAR games um, and college football, catching up with that. And some of the NFL games were going on. So uh, I happened to turn the channel real quick just to check on one of the uh the matchups, I believe it was, I think it was Giants and, and uh, the Panthers at the time, but I wasn't paying attention to it like that. So I turned a little and they were talking about the McGregor and Khabib fight. Fam, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I didn't expect for all of that to happen. You know, McGregor talks his trash, whatever. Um, he, I guess he's backed it up in the past. This time around, um, fam, he won't looking too good. I think I saw a meme where Khabib was like, when he put him in the submission hole before, right before he tapped out, somebody photoshopped the the Jordan crying face on him, and I thought it was the funniest shit in the world. Um, but anyway, um, McGregor lost. For those that don't know, to submission, and niggas was not having that. They were not happy. Um, this was some of the greatest shit that I've seen since the Pistons and Pacers brawl. <laughs> the, 
this is some of the most incredible shit. Like niggas was leaping over the damn barricade. Like I think I'm I think I could find the picture still because I saw it and I accidentally clicked on something and took me somewhere else and I couldn't get back to the picture. But it's Khabib hopping over the fucking the cage. And it was the way he looked, though, like the fucking pose, like in midair, like both his feet were out. Um, his arms were up in the air. Nigga looked like he was flying. His head was looking down on a person that he was aiming for, like he was getting ready to do some Chuck Norris roundhouse kick shit. I don't know. This nigga looked like an eagle or some some shit. I don't know. Fam, this was amazing. Because I'm like, who knew that people were going to go this crazy over McGregor losing this fight? Niggas didn't really go that crazy when Ronda Rousey lost her fight. I was thinking, yeah, I was more so thinking that people were going to go nuts after she lost her fight because people were just hyping the shit out of Ronda Rousey at that time. Um, Hey, look, man, <laughs> I don't really try to count. See, one of my coworkers brought up the fact he was like, so I'm guessing this is McGregor's second loss. I'm like, what do you mean second loss? And he's like, the Mayweather fight. And I'm like, bro, shut up. <laughs> and we both laughed. I'm like. We, we can't bring that up. That was such a dumb fight. That doesn't even count. But anyway, um, yeah, McGregor got what he was asking for. Got what he deserved, I guess. Um, he talked all that shit, and he did not back it up in that cage. I watched that fight. After I saw that little highlight reel, I said, oh, I got to watch this whole entire thing. As soon as I got home, I sat down and watched it. I was like, wow. <laughs> so I don't know are we gonna get a McGregor Mayweather part two um I know there's rumors that that might happen um there's also recent news that McGregor wants a rematch with Khabib immediately um that's impossible because once you once a UC, UFC fighter I keep saying UCF what the fuck once a UFC fighter loses his fight or her whatever I believe they have to wait, I think, with like four to six months before they can really fight again or, you know, get into a major fight like that. They have to wait four to six months. So um, him asking for this immediate rematch shit, that ain't going to happen, buddy. Um, I see where Dana White is playing favoritism uh, because <laughs> he is not happy that Khabib won this fight. To the point where he's not giving him the belt. I think that's all bullshit. Um, <laughs> do your fucking job, Dana White. But anyway, um, shout out to Derek Lewis, man. Matter of fact, USA and this hoe, check this clip out. This is one of the greatest post fight interviews ever. My balls was hot. I understand. Listen, man, what you just said was absolutely phenomenal. That was an incredible comeback victory, and it shows one of the reasons why people love to watch you fight, that you can put it all to bed with one shot. I told them, boys, I got no more hearts. You know, they keep on estimating me. See, I ain't all that technical and all that, but see, I'm getting there. Fuck it. No one will question your heart, sir, after this. Let's take a look at the knockout. This is a come-from-behind knockout, the likes that we haven't seen in a long time. And you were looking for that big haymaker all night, 
You found it in the last minute of the fight. Talk us through this, Derek. I forgot a few hours before the fight, Donald Trump called me and told me I got to knock this Russian motherfucker out. They're making him look bad on the news. You know, him and Putin and shit. Fuck what they talking about. USA in his home. Fuck. Listen, Derek, you came into this fight the number two contender with that knockout. You're absolutely one of the top guys in line for a shot at the title next. So tell us what you think about that. I need to sit my black ass down and do some more cardio. <laughs> Fuck what you talking about right now. I ain't trying to fight for no title right now. Don't have no gas tank like that. Shit. <laughs> You're one of the most entertaining guys in this sport. Congratulations on an amazing victory. And thank you very much for a really, really entertaining fight. Thanks for having me. Hey, maybe next week or sometime, about two weeks from now, I'm going to come on your show and smoke some weed with you. Anytime, sir. Anytime. And you got the best Instagram in the game. I'll tell you right now. Derek Lewis, ladies and gentlemen. That's one of the best post-fight interviews. Actually, post-interviews in any damn sport that I've seen in a while. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know who the guy was until I was like, who? Like, It was like everywhere. They would say, best post-fight interview ever. And I just clicked on it. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? And Bruh, like, I've been going back watching some of his past fights and shit. Like, that shit is hilarious. Uh, shout out to Derek Lewis. Uh, that knockout, though, was... That haymaker was something vicious. I do not want to get hit by something like that. But anyway, um, real quick. So, uh, let me see. Rock Marciano dropped a project a couple weeks ago called Behold the Dark Horse. Um, it's all right. It's not bad. It, I tell you this, Rosebud's Revenge 2 is a lot better. This was just okay. This wasn't anything amazing. It wasn't anything great. Uh, it was a solid project. Solid effort from Rock Marciano. But real quick, one of my favorite joints on here is called Fabio, produced by The Alchemist. Check it out. She say, uh, I want to go with you. Uh, this part I understand. <laughs> I said, what to be? You want to go with you? I want to be, I want, I want, I want to be, I want to be your mother, you know? I said, what you do? She said, I go to bed with men for money. You know, I'm just a musician. I know, I'm a, a, a blues singer. I don't know what she's talking about. I'm green, you know what I mean? She said, I want to go to bed with you. I go to bed with men for money. I said, what that is, you know? She said, I have sexual. I said, where your husband? She said, I don't have no husband, you know? I said, well, uh... But I want to go with you. So uh, then, then the fellas in the band, they, they just kind of just, man, we, you can't take her back to Los Angeles with you, man. We ain't got no room for her. And I looked at my pocket, I said, yeah, we going to have room for this woman. We going to take her back and one of y'all got to catch the bus. Yo, uh, nobody's perfect, but I'm close. I can't be cloned when I was made after they broke the mold. It was written in stone. I'm brilliant, just peep what I did with the stove. Uh. Skiller getting cold, I'm killing shit, I never get parole. Uh, homes, we got different roles, I chose forbidden road. All I had was the toast and my signature rolls. Still got it popping, though, this my Picasso hole. Pop the top, your brains on the side of the road, look like a taco ball. I dipped off in the yacht, just one of Chapo's boats. My head was blowing in the wind like Fabio's. Uh, the Maserati, I troll, it's like the one that John Gotti on. 
If I'm riding with wifey, it's probably the ghost. Little mommy beside me, flashy from the Ivory Coast. Uh, I carved the lane out for myself. As for the yeah, you can't wear to break the scale. It came and came with the tail. Alexander Wang made the alligator belt. There's no talent, rappers fabricating tales. Uh, get a baby. Hawaiian time, so fly, my skydive. That's Fabio by Rock Marciano Off of the brand new project Behold a Dark Horse Produced by The Alchemist Shout out to The Alchemist um, <laughs> Man he's such a fucking dope producer uh, You can get it on Apple Music Datpiff.com Spotify And I believe it is on Google Play now It took a minute for it to get up there But it should be up there I don't know So Cole Jackson and I did an episode um, way back, you know, not too long ago. No, it was the murder of the case. Murder was the case uh, episode uh, based on, you know, the, the soundtrack in not really so much of the movie, but we talked about the soundtrack for the main part. And uh, towards the end of the episode, Cole Jackson asked me about, you know, man, when are you going to have some music coming? And I kind of bounced around it. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm working on something. And then he called me out. He's like, artists always working on something. That's bullshit. So um, I have a project coming very, 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 very soon. Um, right before, actually before the year's out. It'll be dropping before the year's out. Uh, the last time I did drop a project, it was, um, it had to be 2016. Yeah, it was 2016. It was the last time I dropped something. And the reason why, it, it got to a point where, okay, I don't know if anyone else can relate to doing this, but it's very fucking weird. You'll be in a studio, right? Uh, you record a lot of shit. Um, Semi-record a lot of shit. You write down a lot of shit. You, you know, you, you half-ass write down a lot of shit too. And it just got to a point where, when you record all of the stuff that you recorded, the only thing that you're doing, if you're not doing anything about it, the only thing that you are doing is going into the studio and playing all of that music over and over and over again. Yeah, man, this is dope. This is dope. This could go on this project, blah, blah, blah. And nothing ever happens from there. So it's just piles and piles of shit sitting on top of each other. That's how, th this is basically where it has gotten. And <laughs> it's frustrating. And then, you know, there's sometimes where I will record something. And I just didn't like it. I'm like, bro, like, what, what's wrong? Like, and then you hear some people say, oh, man, it's dope. But, you know, you never know with people. They could just be saying it's dope to not hurt your feelings. You You don't know. Half the time, when somebody tells me, yo, this shit is dope, bro. We ain't blowing no smoke. They really mean it. And then I'm still sitting there in the corner like, nah, man, this shit trash, my nigga. Like, nah, I got to do better or I got to improve on it. So it's just a, you know, a result of, of self-doubt. As well as me going into the studio, into my own home studio, my room. Just replaying a lot of shit that I've already recorded. And not doing anything with it, not finishing it, or even some of the stuff I will finish, I just have it sitting in different files and just not putting anything together or anything cohesive. 
So um, I do have a project coming uh, before this year is out. It is called Continue. That is the title. The title is Continue. Um, the reason why it's called Continue, well, basically, just to get back on my shit and do what I was doing before. Like, I was, I was putting them out. I was dropping songs all the time on my SoundCloud, and boom, is <laughs> I just stopped. Especially after I started doing podcasting. After I started this, bro, I won't doing shit. I wasn't recording. I wasn't writing. I won't doing nothing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I I'm at a point where it's like, why not just do both? Don't just abandon one thing and just do the other. Cause you might not truly be happy with what you're doing currently. So that's where I'm at now. I feel like I could just stretch myself out like a fucking rubber band, like in all spaces, like from this to music, to uh, photography to graphic design to uh, just a lot of shit just and it's a lot of stuff that I'm doing outside of uh, all of this like I'm going to different events on the weekends um, like cabarets and, and uh, some plays you know at downtown Savannah with the you know theater um I'm actually kicking it with some of the <clears throat> the artsy students again that that like to paint, that like to you know photography, painting, drawing, all of this stuff. I'm getting back into that because I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm isolating myself, which isn't a good thing all the time. Don't ever isolate yourself unless um, unless it's alluding to self-care or growth I don't think anybody should isolate themselves um I think it's all about surrounding yourself with like-minded people uh I know that and I'm very well aware and I've been well aware of that for a very long time but it just seems like sometimes if you're trying to um surround yourself with like-minded people there's always some bullshit along the way it's like it's always some others along the way that kind of stop you from getting over that hurdle to the like-minded people. Like there's like a bunch of just negative Nancy's in your fucking face that you just need to get out. Like they're always there. I I, I guess they're always going to be there. And it's, I guess as a result of trying to tune them out and getting to the like-minded people uh, for a while. Now I would just stay cooped up. Um, I'd go to work, come home, work on this shit. Um, write, not do anything else. Um, I wasn't really fucking with a lot of people. You know, I talked to my, my friends, my friends that I've been cool with for a very long time. We live in different states and shit, but uh, we always stay in contact. That never changes. But, and that, you know, those are like-minded people in my personal life too. And I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't getting up, going to like drive to see him or flying to see him at all. And it's like, damn, what am I doing? I'm letting... All of this fucking time pass. And I'm not seeing these people that I really want to see. That I always complain about wanting to see. So, um, it's just, it's time for me to step out more and see more. Like, I'm, I'm very well aware of the world. 
what's going on currently, all of that. And it's just like, bro, like, what am I doing? I'm just, I feel like I'm at a standstill and I just need to get out of it. And I'm slowly breaking away from that. So um, I, I say all of that to say I do have a project coming. It is it's eight tracks. I want to keep it short. It's eight tracks. It's titled Continue. Um, it's time for me to get out there more. It's time for me to help other people get out there more. I want to do more with expanding anything regarding, you know, podcasts, music, entertainment wise. I just want to expand and put myself out there, put others out there as well, too. So, yeah. Um, Like I said, this has been a slow motherfucking week <laughs> for news. Not much has been going on. Not much has been popping off. So that wraps up this episode for me. Um. Thank you for listening to episode 69 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Uh, real quick, shout out to Random Tandem Podcast. Shout out to Talk It Out Podcast, Ignorant Philosophy, uh, Conversation Carn Artist. Shout out to the White Shirt Society. Shout out to Talking Greasy. Shout out to Saturdays with Chicken Duck. Uh, Unicorns Talk Podcast. Man, all I listen to is just podcasts nowadays and, and a bunch of beats. That's all I ever listen to. <laughs> and some music here and there, but, you know, it mainly consists of just podcasts and beats. But anyway, um, now I cannot forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with your host Cole Jackson and Shogun, as well as Carefree Black Nerd with your host Rain Coleman. And last but not least, our blog content creators for BYNKRadio.com. Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skipwith of Tale of the Tape. Shout out to them as well. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. Uh, send your thoughts, man. If you got any questions, it could be about anything, any advice, uh, just like reaching out, just, you know, anything. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. So I'll be dropping an episode Thursday. Um, I'm not going to tell y'all who I'm going to talk about Thursday or what beef I might talk about, possibly. Who, who knows? So I'll be back Thursday, everyone. Thank you for listening once again. Peace. from the city I've been at it the residuals. You've been at it such a cynical. Don't go fucking up my day with your ridicule. Mama, you don't have to tell me I'm a boss now When you have it all day, do us mimic, yeah When you have it all they want it, do us finish, yeah Niggas should've fucking played cool If you did, I probably would've made the same moves Problem is, you probably would've been the same, yo But if all you wanna do is fucking hate cool You can catch me and my shorty in the same coat with a loony on the dash, feeling rave proof. Still the same Johnny Rain, I just paid dues. Don't hit me up when you see me out with Jay. I ain't got nothing to say to you. Don't fuck up my way.
you acting brand new with the physical Still the same young dude, you don't feel it though So dramatic all day with your ridicule I've been packing MJ, smooth criminal You was hating on me then, what's the dilly now? It was funny to you then, is it silly now? Cause you single with a baby at your mom's house I got the rock now, glad I didn't save you You can catch us switching lanes in the same coupe Still the same old D, we don't change crews Don't hit me up when you see my family We ain't got nothing to say to you Don't fuck up my world